Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for July 9th, 2013. And even though I just watched an internet video of a dog oinking a pig, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. You could adjust the temperature controls. Alright, I'm on it. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> so, all right. How you doing this fine morning? I'm a little out of sorts. I gotta tell you, I couldn't find my keys this morning. Really? Funk's <sighs> going on. I don't know. I could have dropped them in the hotel in the Montreal yeah, yesterday. Oh, like literally, you could not find them at all. Well, I mean, I didn't have a lot of time to look. Oh, okay. But, but it's leaving me out of sorts. But is it possible that you you drove home with them, right? Maybe. I didn't need them to drive home. Why not? Because I have my car keys. Oh, I'm, I'm, I guess I misunderstood. They are not one and the same? No. Uh, my store keys. Uh, ew, uh. Ew, right, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I had them. I had them. They were in the bag. I put them in the bag I was using for my clothes. Everybody packed in a suitcase except me. I packed in an old uh, Pier 1 bag. Sweet. <laughs> so, uh, so those are gone forever? Uh, no, they, I, I, I can't believe that I dropped them out. Okay. They're in the car somewhere or something. I just didn't have time to look properly. Okay. And that was going uh, on. I don't know. I got to shake that for a minute. You're going to have to be clever for the both of us. Plus, I'm trying to figure out how to take a sip of my coffee without dipping my mic. Sure. Well, uh, hold on. Let me, let me let me help you out there. Okay. Give it a shot now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just a minute. Listen. Here. Carefully. Yeah. Good. Did you get yeah. that? Um, I did. I'm enjoying. Uh. So, uh... So, well, what about that, like, see that sign for the sweet corn thing? Yeah. JD and I were talking about it, like, what is the minimum you could leave in the thing and still take an armful of sweet corn? <laughs> well, you, you know, you could leave nothing. Right. You know, and, and some people do. I was talking to Boomer. Sure. The guy who uh, built our deck. Yeah. And he has a huge farm stand he runs outside his house over on Philo Road. Right. And, uh... He's got a sign up that says, you know, pay what you want. Right. I think that's what the sign says. Pay what you want. Pay what you want. And people come over and they'll pay, you know, a dime for a cucumber. Sure. Well, it costs them a dime to produce it. <laughs> to grow a cucumber, you know. Right. Uh, and here you got like this amazing uh, produce fresh right. out of fresh this guy's produce, yeah. garden. And uh, so my sense is you ought to try to get pretty close to what you would pay in the grocery store. Yeah, except nobody knows. Like, what do you no. pay for a cucumber? Well, what I suggested to it's Boomer like is... like 99 cents for a cucumber at the grocery it's like store, a, right? It depends, but the, yeah, it range in season, like now, it's probably 50 cents. Right, okay. You know, like corn is probably 
three bucks for a dozen. Okay. In season. Am I am I close on that? You think that's right? I don't know. Three bucks for a dozen doesn't sound right. Sounds too low. Sounds a little too low, like a hair too low. Anyway, but what I suggested was was that he get he leave his sign up because he likes the pay what you want thing. It's very sure. Vermont. It is very Vermont. Yeah. Uh, but it's also very frustrating when some asshole leaves a dime for your hard work. Right. It uh, was like, like what, tipping a cabbie but, a dime. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Was he frustrated or are you frustrated for him? He was pissed. I can okay. tell you. He, he was telling me the story, so he sure. must have been a little pissed. Sure. And I was, I was outraged. Right. I was like, that is not cool. Okay. You know. And and he was like, nah, what are you going to do? You know, I put up the signs. Just pay what you want. <laughs> yeah, some guys put a dollar, you know, $2 for a cucumber. They don't know. So Sure. Well, I guess in that sense, it kind of balances out. So what does it matter? Fucking dip my mic again. Uh, mm. Yeah, I know. Tasty dunked mic. Uh, it wouldn't be so bad if it didn't have the wind guard on it soaking it up. <laughs> so... So I, I I suggested that he go to. It's not a wind guard. That's mold. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, it tastes delicious in my coffee. Um, that's the other thing. You know, it's I'm sure it's full of all my spit and whatever. Yeah. And I'm dipping it in my coffee. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so what I suggested was I suggested he go get a a flyer from the price chopper. Yeah. And just put it out there. Yeah. Just, just lay it out there. Just like like leave it, you know, laminate it. Sure. <laughs> In case it rains. Yeah. And put it on a hook. And he has to go buy a laminator. You know, I I'll Seems laminate like I'll laminate the goddamn thing for him. And, but whatever, just you know, put it in a plastic sleeve or something. Just put it out there. Sure. Get a fresh one every day. You know, they're 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 ubiquitous. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, I, I think you should put that out there. I suggested he put it out there to give people a reference. Because I said, I said, all right, well, you know, the best case scenario, giving them the benefit of the doubt, they haven't bought a cucumber since the 20s. Right. You know, <laughs> since the third, since the Great Depression. Right. The 30s. So, uh, you know, maybe they don't know. Maybe they think a loaf of bread is, you know, seven cents. Sure. You know, maybe they think, well, I'm leaving him a loaf of bread and a half for a cucumber. That's that's a mighty fair trade there. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I think they're just ripping him off. Sure. But Or maybe they go with the best intentions and actually reach into their pocket and they're like, oh, shit, I don't really have anything to leave. Well, that would be okay. I think Boomer would be okay with that. Right. You know, if he knew that the, if, you know, if the guy had a said, but I think he asked him. Or he was there, you know, like he was giving Boomer the money. Sure. And he gave him a dime. He said, I think they're, you know, pay what you think they're worth or something. That was his sign. Right. And uh, and so this guy gives him a dime for a cucumber. And uh, and he said, that's what I think it's worth. And Boomer said, all right. You know, that's, what I, that's the sign I put. Right. So, uh... So anyway, it was I I was uh, I was incensed for him. <laughs> but back to your question, I think you should pay pretty close to whatever the going rate is in the supermarket. Right. Slightly, and slightly less maybe. I would not say I would say 
what you pay. And the reason I would say that is because you're getting a for the most part a higher quality. You're getting a higher quality product. Okay. It's fresh, you know, corn there the minute you pick corn the sugars begin to turn to carbohydrates. Sure. So the closer you can get that corn to being picked, the sweeter and right. fresher and nicer it's going to be. Okay. So you're you're getting a premium product typically. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's. Now, I was watching a food documentary, and they were saying something about like how the second food is picked, it, like by the time it actually gets to us in the supermarket, it's lost like 40 percent of its nutritional value. Do I you don't. Think there's any truth to that? There's probably some truth to that, but it's probably an exaggeration. Well, because like if you're saying that the sugars start to break down and turn into carbohydrates and stuff like that, is it possible that you know, like it's possible that other plants and vegetables? It is possible, also start and to break vitamins down as well. do. Do uh, okay, diminish. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're uh, paying attention this morning. Yep. Uh, so the I you know vitamins break down. Okay. And lose their potency. Okay. So. Uh, but. But further research is required on a super liberal documentary. <laughs> There's a clear bias. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't even know if it's super liberal, but it's pretty fucking liberal. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Anyway, it, that just because it's liberal, they can no, be no, right. No, I'm not. They I'm can not, be, they I'm can not be, saying it was wrong. I'm uh, just yeah. saying, like, perhaps maybe a double check. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be an ad hominem argument to assume that it was wrong just because it's liberal or conservative. Uh, okay, but what about the clear bias thing? Uh, again, no matter how biased you are, you could if you right. say it's raining outside, it either is raining outside or it isn't, regardless of your bias. Sure. So it doesn't reflect on the veracity of your statements. Although I will say that as a that what what it does is it informs you that you should do some checking. Sure. But you can't right. say it's false. If you're biased towards it raining and you say it's raining, it doesn't then mean maybe you should go like, uh, is it really raining? <laughs> it, well, if and there was some, if and there was like, some mm. clear advantage that you had from it being raining, sure, and it was not simple for me to verify the truth, you might, it's, you know, it's it's possible that you would lie. But I can't assess the veracity of your statement just because of your bias. Fair enough. But it means maybe you should check, and maybe we should check whether or not it loses 40% of its nutritional value. Seems like a lot. It's almost half, yeah. Mm. But if that's the case, then uh, food's got a lot of friggin' nutritional value, and we shouldn't worry about it. It can lose 40% and get to the grocery store, <laughs> and we can all be fucking fine. Right. You know, because uh, the alternative, right, is to have... Uh, no food? <laughs> this is where I'm going. <laughs> right. It's to not have food distribution, yes. which means a lot of people just die <laughs> while the rest of us eat very healthily. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you have to have food distribution. Otherwise, you don't get food to people who need it. Yeah. And a grocery store is a pretty good way to do it. Yes, it is. Uh, I like the grocery store. I like you know, they there. serve a useful function in it the makes society. JD tense. Being in the grocery store, <laughs> I'm I I don't like it. She has a fear of the grocery store. Yeah. She gets anxiety. I I don't have a fear, but I typically you know everybody has to go to the grocery store, so it's filled with the great unwashed. Sure. And 
so that can sometimes be uh, irritating. Not irritating, but just a reminder of the loathsome place you live. <laughs> and then sometimes, and no, you know, I'm getting old. I'll be old one day too. Well, maybe I'm old now, but sure. <laughs> but I will be older. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, and Wishful so I, I don't I don't begrudge the elderly their elderliness. Sure. Uh, but it can be a pain in the ass when you're in a rush. Okay. You know, there's no there's no denying that it's it, it doesn't make them bad people. They just doing what they're doing. <laughs> but it makes them uh, slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so so that can you know you get in there on the Tuesday afternoon when the Wake Robin uh, van shows up. Oh. You're, you're fucked. Yeah. But good luck getting out of there with a donut in a half hour. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that especially can, if you stand at the self checkout. Yeah. Uh, so there are. Where they have no idea what's <laughs> going on. Well, no. The good thing is, is that it's very. They, they typically avoid. The they self avoid the self checkout. Yeah. That was, in fact, yeah. that was one of the boons of the self checkout. Yeah. Because only the sort of like everybody for a long time was sort of wary of the self checkout. Yeah. Like I don't know. What if there's no one there? How could they? What? The, how does it work? What? If, I could just walk through it and steal my food. I, right. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but there is one guy guarding it. Yeah, but some places don't have that. Well, it seems like a fairly efficient way to do it because you got one guy guarding four machines. That is exactly the efficiency premise. Right. You know, and they're, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. I, Which, by the way, when I go there, I prefer to do anyway. Like, I prefer the self-checkout. I will tell you, though, don't get in the self-checkout behind somebody with a lot of produce. No. No, there are rules to the self-checkout, like the produce <laughs> rule. Uh, also, well, be, because I find, like, even if I get in a line and I'm actually being wrung out by a human being, uh, I end up... I end up. What's that? Yeah, someone, oh, someone with a kid. Get, someone with a kid, usually bad news. That's right, Although who wants I, to run the self-checkout. Right. And uh, I was actually that asshole <laughs> yesterday. With Sammy ringing yeah, up Sammy on Sammy was scanning all this stuff, and he couldn't quite do it, sure, so I was trying to like, prop him up a little bit. Redo everything. Was there a line? No. It's always funnier no, when there's there, a line. there was like another machine open. Like There was plenty of you know, plenty of space. That's why I felt comfortable doing it. Otherwise, I would have been like, nope, Sammy, maybe next time. That's the other thing. You know, the grocery store is a real uh, hotbed of tension of parents <laughs> toward their children. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> well, the kid's going... reaching for the odios. Well, uh, there's well, just they, – they pack that place with, you know, shit that kids want. Sure. You know? And all the packaging and labels are designed to make them more alluring to children. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got so Joe Camel selling the Frosted Flakes. It'd be like – it's like walking a, a cat burglar through a diamond shop where none of the where none of the display cases have glass uh, on them or, or something. Or, yeah, that's right. And there's no staff around to watch what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way – that price chopper, there is no staff around to watch what you're doing or help you find something. I cir um, I circled that thing. Oh, what was I looking for? I, but I, I, cir I will give you that there's no staff <laughs> around to help you find. You're on your own. Uh, find stuff. But oddly enough, you still get those security calls. Like, So somebody's watching to see if you're stealing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. They're watching well, to if see I if could fucking find it, maybe I'd steal it. You know, because people get caught stealing in there all the time. 
I know that is bizarre. Huh? Yeah. You want it like you catch somebody. It depends what they're stealing. Like if they're stealing a loaf of bread, I'm like, well, let's pitch in, guys. But if they, but they don't have to steal a loaf of bread, that's a ridiculous thing. There's well, no, I know. I know. I, I, know I know. They could just take it. Right. They could just take it. I know. It's stuff that's paid for that people are just like, you know, like, oh, I paid for this. Share with a neighbor. And you put it in there. Right. And it's for people to take. Well, I think they distribute it, don't they? I don't know that they do. You do think they? it's just to reach in? You see something good in there? You grab it? Like if one day somebody puts in beloved cinnamon donuts, I should just reach in and enjoy? <laughs> Uh, no. No. Well, I don't know. I never take from that bin, but it's my understanding that you, it's, that's where you could go I think they, to get some things. You mean you just go to the price chopper and sort and loot the bin? Yeah. Like, you don't even go inside. You just go get what's in You bring your own bag and get what's in the bin? Yeah. I think they distribute it. Yeah? Well, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I've never really looked. I've really... This yeah. warrants for their... Yeah, I think we're going to have to... Well, we'll just have to check next time we're in there. Yeah. Um, I've thrown things in there before. Have you? Yeah. That's awfully good of you. Yeah, you know, I see, like, you got 10, 10 cans of corn for a buck or something, you know? Yeah. You got a super deal. Yeah. I go, well, I'm never going to... use 10 of these. I'm never going to eat right. that, but some poor guy I'll use, might... I'll uh, use nine. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, so... But I find that when I go into my back to my early that was point, in fact, Angelie, that's exactly when I threw one in because there, I brought up it was three cans of oh ten cans of tomato sauce for ten dollars. Yeah. And when I got to usually they'll break it up for you, so if you get three cans, it's three bucks. Right. But for whatever reason, they weren't the, breaking it up. This one deal was like you have to get the ten. So cans. I went and I bought the ten fucking cans. Fuck you. Yeah. I put half of them in the bin. Sure. <laughs> How much more expensive was it, incidentally, just to buy the three cans? Or well, I could have gone over to the regular aisle where they're probably a dollar, dollar and a quarter. I know I saw those you, spikes. You on see the, the spikes coming out of the, that big rig? Yeah, I Man, did. That motherfucker did you see me business? Did you see me pull over a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, that was that was intense. You have to find a picture of that and put it up. Yeah. So, uh, so, but back to my earlier point, I, I find that whenever I go to a human and he's bringing the thing, first of all, he's about as fast as I am trying to work that machine. You mean you know? at a register? Yeah. At uh, a regular register. Yeah, like okay. He, like the, 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 the young whippersnapper behind the counter is... God forbid you buy some booze and he's going to call the uh, manager over to... Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's 17... If you want to buy booze, he's got to call over his man, his supervisor, you know. So there's that. There's that pain in the ass. Uh, there's uh, the pain in the ass that he doesn't seem to like. And I know I'm hoping for a lot here, but he doesn't take any pride in his job. You know, it's not like let's see if I can be faster than if you were to self checkout. You know, I don't. He's not like he's not hustling. You're right, you but know? I don't think it's a matter of him like specifically not taking pride in his job. I think they're clueless. I think they're they're just because they've never had to do any grocery shopping themselves. You, you know, think they're gonna get older and be like, why isn't my fucking guy hustling? Like when I, I never. You know, hustled. it's possible that fifty percent of them at one point will mature and go and realize that they were a shitty worker way back once when. Sure. And I think a lot of us do that. You know, like a lot of us have had, you know, the, the best of the best have had jobs where they went, I did a fucking shitty job of that. I'm glad they should have fired me. 
Right. You know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But I think a lot of us have said, <laughs> like you know, I, I hated that job. I was an asshole on it. I came in, you know, until you realize that you're actually doing that job for you. Right. You know, like that it's a choice. You want that job. Right. You know, but I think what people do is they go, oh, I want money and I have, you know, I have to do the job to get the money. Um, I, I think they're, you know, that a lot of people are thinking about it backwards. Sure. You know, this guy's got the money. The boss has got the money. Right. I want it. And he's yeah. making me do stuff to and get it. want that money. Why it's can't he just give money. me the money and I don't have to do anything? No, he makes me do stuff. <laughs> You know, he could just give me the money. I could stay home because I hate this job. <laughs> you know, I think people are kind of like wrong-headed a little bit about sure. the about the arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> but what I find is that, like, I get in that line. The guy doesn't hustle like I hustle when I want to get out of the fucking grocery store. Right. And then, uh, and then I end up bagging my own shit anyway because they never have like the bad guy who's helping them out. Yeah, I I find it's fifty fifty. It's, it's on about those well, it's about fifty fifty, but like fifty fifty is too much. I don't always like the way the bag dude bags it either. You know, bag like putting, dudes throwing your potatoes on top of the bread. And exactly, stuff like that. exactly. I always get home and shit is crushed, or you know, I got chicken juice on my plums. Right, and so like I find that if I do the self checkout, I avoid all that nonsense. You know, because I buy groceries, I don't you typically go and buy two to three hundred dollars worth of groceries and walk out of there with a shopping cart full of groceries. You I know, do. I go and I get ten to fifteen items, you know, that I need to make dinners for the next couple of days. Sure. You know. But it's, uh, it's quick aside, I, I bought a bunch of fruit last time I was at the grocery store. Yeah. And it looked perfectly good. Yeah. And for the most part, like the texturing and consistency of it seems perfectly good, but I I've noticed that I rinse a piece of it and it it smells fine. It has no smell at all on the outside for the sure. most part. But when I bite into it, it tastes like there was mold on the outside of it. Really? Are I, you? Uh, I don't know if it's my taster these days. Are you, are you drying it with the uh, hand towel? Yeah. Yeah, stop doing that. Oh no, not the hand towel. No, no, no. I'm going oh, and oh, I'm okay. taking a fresh, fresh, a fresh uh, paper. Na yeah. Oh, okay. Oh no, no. I know that phenomenon yeah, where you okay. got you got. Well, I thought you did. You got mold on your. You got weird. mold on your hand towel. Yeah. And no, I. It's it's really I and that, because I've noticed it lately. I've been checking more carefully. So like I even you know I'll rinse the thing, kind of almost scrub it now. Because I'm convinced there's, a, you know, I'm paranoid there's something on the outside. Sure. So I'm kind of like scrubbing my plum last night. And uh, I didn't even... Plum. That's like a euphemism. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so I was scrubbing my plum last night. <laughs> what to my surprise. A whole website on peeping. Uh, so anyway, I, 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 really, I scrubbed it and I didn't even dry it. Because sure. I, I shook it off and took a bite out, and it tasted musty. Interesting. And it was in the skin, but it tainted the tainted the pulp. And the, are, you, uh, are you are you buying it at the same time? And those wake rubbing people are <laughs> going into the. <laughs> you think they're rubbing off on it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. You think they're rubbing my plum? <laughs> I think they might be rubbing against your plum. 
Well, that's not right. That old uh, mothball-y kind of hands. <laughs> Rubbing on the plum. Just, just fondling your plum. Right. Before you get a chance to buy yeah. it. I don't know. But, uh, Noah, in fact, I've been going... Uh, I don't know when I went last time. But I think it was late. Yeah. What's going on here? I don't know. I bet that's what they're wondering about us. We got some traffic accident. I know, but at least we're in the front seat now. Yeah. It looks like we might be on some sort of cell phone or something. Yeah, conference call. Yeah, yeah they don't like know. we're way more important they don't, than we actually they don't, are. They don't know we're idiots. Sure. They don't, yeah, they can't be sure of that. When we sit in the back seat, they're certain of it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, fucking morons. So yeah. Anyway, the grocery store. It, it, it pisses me off, and I like to go through the self checkout just because, like, I find that I I can do a better job. Than well, with fifteen items, I don't mind going through the self checkout, but you get, you know, you get a cart full, and suddenly it's a pain in the ass to go through the self checkout. Yeah, it's less of a pain if you have two people, by the way. That's yeah. why I'm always surprised that, like, when you and I go in there, you still want to go through the goddamn line because with two people, the self checkouts almost the breeze it should be going through the line you know because you're scanning i'm bagging the whole the whole world's a merry place <laughs> just a scanning and a bagging maybe that's hyperbolic i don't know <laughs> but, uh no you know but I, I i like going through the whole you know i i, I would i would rather I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather go through the self-checkout when we go grocery shopping together, Dad. Well, next time we'll try it. We'll see how fast it goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet I could rock us out of, rock us out of there pretty fast. Right, but I, and I am curious about that uh, where that food you throw in the bin goes. Yeah, okay, so we'll have to Because I don't think you just waddle in there and pick what you like out of it. Because That's always, it was kind of always my understanding. I can't remember where I got that from, but I think Mom told that to me. Yeah. Yeah, she was like their donations or something. It's like free food. What she probably meant was their donations, but the way she phrased it probably made it seem like it was like just food were. for the taking. <laughs> you know? Well, because like it's not like that's the freebie bin. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like that's where you put the food that you want to give to other people. And I was like, do they pay for it? And she was like, no. And I was like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> And I've never taken anything from those bins. It's funny, as a kid, you get ideas in your head, you know? And I always get that warm, fuzzy feeling when I think about putting something in that bin. And then you don't. And then I don't. <laughs> I know. I'm always curious. I've never seen anybody put anything in it. Me and that's neither. A, well, I think that a lot of what gets in there is the manager or the price chopper going, yeah, those fucking this, things this are bad. This is about to expire. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you get those in the freebie bin? Okay. Which is fine. Could be because I see a lot of the same. You know, you always see like ten boxes of graham crackers or something like oh, that. Oh, so always that's the same shit. Yeah, but that could be the phenomena that I was describing earlier, where you got something on sale and you don't want ten of them. And, yeah, true. You know, because I think some people think you know when it says, you know, buy, you know, ten for a dollar or whatever it is that you have to buy the ten. Right. You can't you just. You, you typically they'll split it for you, but I have had them fight me on it a time or two. Uh, okay, we got to get to work. Yep. Up, player? I'll tell you what's up. What's up? My uh, my microphone smells a bit like stale dry coffee. <laughs> it's a little bit gross. Yeah, here, wait. Get it away from your mouth. It can't be that close anyway.
that. That's about right. Thanks, technician. Yeah, no worries. Hooray! So, so uh, so... What the... What's Where's going on there, pal? Optical stick. Oh, you know, nothing. <laughs> we weren't plugged in. No, 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 we were okay. plugged in. Okay, alright. Take it easy. That'd we were plugged in, but That'd we be were funny, that'd make me laugh. We were turned on low, so we're a little quiet for the first couple of seconds. <laughs> well, perhaps no one heard my stinky <laughs> it's, microphone joke. It's been a while since I've done this, okay? <laughs> so, um... So, yeah, just checked out Anzali's place. Pretty fucking sweet. It is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? As long so, as it goes through, we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, what did you do uh, this weekend? Uh, well, while you were at home enjoying the rain. Yes. Uh, and I was enjoying it. Your sister and your mom and Paul. Yeah. Uh, and I went up to the Montreal. Yeah. To see a punk rock show. Did you now? Who's punk rock show? Uh, the punk rock show was the 222s. Damn right it was. <laughs> and it was good. It was fun. It, you know, it's it uh, like all punk rock shows. I think they went on at one in the morning. Sure. Uh, so it was a little late in getting going. <laughs> uh, but now it did. were there were like were there other bands playing beforehand? There were two other like, bands. Was it everyone waiting around for, to <laughs> well, one and like well, tapping their toes? Well, kind of. Kind of, okay. because no one was there to see the other bands. Everyone was there to see us. Okay. Uh, 222s, rather. Or me. Right. And me. And you. No. I'm just, and you. No, the 222s. Right. Uh, when I said us, I meant the same band we were. Sure. Uh, so nobody was there. And it was... It was uh, as as always, you know, the two opener bands were up there playing to absolutely no one. Sure. <laughs> uh, which is, you know, and oh, here's a weird thing. Yeah. So they're playing. The first band was like it's just he, like their girlfriends out in the audience, like kind of. But but Woo! but nobody. Dave! <laughs> that would have been great. Okay. That would have been heartening. Okay. But in fact, I think the first band was called Hiroshima Shadows. Yeah. And I, I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, it was a little bit of balled-up noise yelling kind of stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember making the poster, so. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember the name of them. Yeah, I mean, they kind, they kind of had a good attitude, but they uh, didn't seem especially polished. Sure. I mean, and I know that's not something you associate necessarily with the with punk, the punk act, band. But, you know... Yeah, even Stiff Baders and, I mean, Johnny Thunders could pull off a fucking riff, you know? Right. Could they uh, not? It, it, was, it was a bit of, like, New York Dolls personality crisis for eight songs. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. Okay, I do. Yeah. I know what else does. Yeah, well, they can I go, they, you know, get online and listen to personality crisis. You'll know what I mean. Okay. And, uh, so... But the funny thing was, even with that, right? You know, your girlfriend's out in the audience. Whoa, it's way to go! Yeah. Uh, it was nothing, nothing. No clapping. Like, at, and we were out there, like every, you know, people were out there. There was, you know, the, it wasn't a, it wasn't jam packed. But I gotta say, there were maybe. Uh, it's hard to, for me to estimate, but I would say twenty-five people, maybe. Sure. Am I right, actually? Twenty-five people watched the first band. 20 people? 
Okay, so, okay, but so 20 people. 20 people. 20 okay. people, if you include the wait staff. <laughs> if you include the wait staff. <laughs> <And> <laughs> if you include the, include the people working there. Yeah. Yeah, so so 20 people, nothing. They would finish the song. It, it was like you could hear the squeak of the violin. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. And not even, you know, one friend in the audience going, You guys you know, rock! Woo! Nothing. Uh, it was a little scary. Aww. And sad, because, you know, I mean, even though it wasn't... Because they could have stayed at home and practiced and yeah. gotten the same reaction. Right, exactly. Yeah, Anjali was holding it back. But, you know, I mean... Did you burst out laughing? Mom did. Oh, Mom did? Yeah, she did. Why? What was it? She's just... (laughs) (laughs) But but nevertheless, right? You you put your... It's like when you go see your kids in a play. Right. They suck. They're shit. Yeah. But you applaud. Sure, yeah. Just as a courtesy... Right. To hey, say, hey, right. you put an effort in. Yeah. Like you don't hoot, you don't ask for an encore, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to clap long. Right. You know, you don't blow a whistle. Yeah. You know, it's just a smattering of polite applause, just to say, you know, we appreciate the effort. Not our cup of tea, but uh, you know, keep trying. Go but back really home. Put your best foot forward. Yeah. No, this was like nothing. It could, it could have been a fucking brick wall they were playing to. And we were all bricks in the wall, that let me tell depressing. you. Now, what about when Chris's band got on? Uh, well, wait, there was another... Okay, before so I get to before one. I get to the headliner... Am I turning right here? Uh, I would... Yeah, straight. straight. Before... Well, I mean, I yo, I know where to go. I, I know where to go. So, uh, so there was another band... So there was another band called Acid... Something. Acid Drop. Acid... Something. Acid right. people. Acid, acid party people. Acid party after party people. Yeah, uh, after, acid after party people. I I remember making the post. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So so, uh, and they were better. Their songs were actually not bad. Sure. Um. It the sound was not brilliant for them. They were way too loud for even like I you know I mean I know it's punk rock, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to. But, but sh- could you just fucking turn it down? I mean, I you couldn't hear you couldn't hear their witty, ironic lyrics. I know. Because <laughs> because it was too distorted. Not just a Maybe matter of loud. Not just a matter of loud. It was, and it wasn't like it was an angry song getting in your ear all loud and whatnot. Sure. It was just loud. It was, like it was the too loud. On full volume. Yeah. If <laughs> it, it, it's like if you turned it up like three like. It was just too loud for the room size. Okay. You couldn't go anywhere and not have a little bit of blood come out your ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it was. So your ears were literally at a certain point hurting a little bit. I know that makes me sound like an old fucker, but <laughs> nonetheless. I hold mean, on, I, hold on. Let, let's get uh, confirmation from a young person. I was deaf uh, by the end, of, like from the beginning of the show. I was Okay. But and it wasn't an improvement. It didn't like lend to the attitude or anything else. Sure. It's like because I get that, you know, you want to be loud, make your loud noise and yeah, it's angry and aggressive and but this was not angry and aggressive. This was more like kind of ironic type lyrics. Me too. I like the second band too. I acid party after party people or whatever. But 
after acid party. I, I kind of like their songs as well, but it was so fucking loud that I, it would hurt to try and listen to it. Yeah. So, so too, right. too, too loud. So, but, but they better. were better. They they were better, and I would have liked to hear their their ironic lyrics. And I would have liked to actually hear some of the, you know, they had some sort of fairly clever, hey, clever in a, I'm trying to think of, uh, uh, who's that band that does uh, Tegan and Sarah? Tegan, oh, No Effects? No Effects. Sure. They were kind of clever in a sort of No Effects-y kind of way. Okay. But No Effects doesn't have to burn your eardrums, the first couple of layers off your eardrums. True. To get their... To get their, point you know, across. punky cro- point across. Yes, that's true. Uh, so it was a little loud. Uh, and All right, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little loud. Can't you turn it down just a little bit? Why, I remember when we were Charleston all night long. Uh, <laughs> oh, the bands, the girls, the... Uh, the war. <laughs> so uh, we still got a war, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but the bands and the girls in the Charleston are gone. They've all changed. Uh, but war, anyway, war so 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 after that, we we went out for a little bit of little air. And to be honest with you, I went out because I needed my eardrums to rest. Sure, before I, you started was, listening. To yeah, exactly. Something you wanted to hear. Exactly. So. Yeah. So. Uh, I think the crowd built up to maybe about 30 people, right? Right. Which was sad because the this band, this is a good band. Yeah. And and they're playing and they're seasoned. They know what they're doing. Right. Uh and it is a real like most people will never get to see a real good punk show. Right. And these guys deliver it. It's a slightly poppy version. It's not like a it's not like the Sex Pistols, you know. It's although got the, a slightly although the Sex Pistols are not very punky. They were poppy too. Yeah, it's got that. It's got a yeah. kind of a glammy, poppy, punky feel to it. Sure. And uh, but they were great. And they played all their hits. Nice. Uh, they played uh, "Slip Into the Crown." Yeah. And uh, uh, "Jail Bait." Nice. And uh, "Academic Drop," and "Always Around." All right. Uh, yeah, so, that's my favorite. Yeah, so it was great. And the one sad note is is that uh, Pierre, the guitar player, yeah, uh, apparently uh, no. had a psychotic episode oh. and uh, could not attend the function. Oh. Uh, but they did have a guy uh, who was who was a competent uh, replacement, and uh, okay. in what I w- I would say, sir, I would use the word serviceable. Serviceable. Yeah, it was not inspired in the way that Pierre can be. Sure. Uh, but the guy totally pulled off the important licks. Yeah. He was, you know, he was good. He was fun to watch, you know. Yeah. Uh, and for I, I don't know how long he's been rehearsing with him, but he pulled off all the important licks, and he was certainly competent player up there. Yeah. And I, and I had my hats off to him. Right. You know, maybe. You know, a, a, a couple dozen more shows, he'd be pulling off something more inspirational. Sure. Uh, but I thought he did a great job and pulled off all the licks that you wanted to hear. You know, the down. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
Okay. <laughs> so he's pulling now, off. Did he play it as good as Ian played it? I don't think so. Ooh, yeah. I don't think so. And I only say that because, you know, Ian has got so much soul in his playing. Sure. Uh, and he knew the song really well, and he loves the song. And I think he maybe had the potential to play it as well. Right. But he didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. But and, and it may bespeak my bias a little bit. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I have listened to Ian play it many times, and Ian can really rock it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and, and where he really didn't make because he, he handled the, the like, the the signature licks pretty well but where he kind of lacked was in the 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 solos okay you know where it was you know where it wasn't practiced right sure right um That's interesting you know because you'd think he'd have trouble with the licks that were you know built in and then and then be able to solo fly on the solo you know i understand that actually you know i I mean, I've I've never been a virtuoso on guitar. I'm right. a serviceable guitar player. But and if I need to learn a lick, I can learn a lick. Yeah. But I'm not uh, I'm not a, an inspired, inspirational, you know, uh, lead solo guy. Right. I, but, I don't do that. But you got to think uh, if you uh, if you're going to be hired as a lead guitar player, you know, then you must have some lead guitar talent. I don't, I don't know. No, like, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But it just, it wasn't, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, especially when you're playing other people's songs, songs you haven't developed, you know, you got to kind of get a feel for them and get a, and maybe you just hadn't had time to do that. Right. Okay. Um, nope. Getting a phone call? I'm getting a call from the House of the Rising Sun. Yeah. So I'm going to take this real So to bring you back into it, we were talking about guitars. Oh. oh, and guitar playing. Yeah, I was saying that it, you know, it can take some time to kind of develop a feel for the thing, and uh, I, I, I sort of understand it. I and you know, it's not like they're hiring. You know, it's not like they're going on a multi-million-dollar tour to promote a new album or something like that. You know, so they're not gonna, they can't. Right. You know, they're not gonna hire the most expensive studio musician in the world. Right. They're so. Just so this is a guy. Fifty bucks to come and play guitar yeah, with them. Kinda, yeah, kinda, right. yeah. So you know they're gonna, yeah. and he and he I'm may be so a great guitarist, but I guess I'm just so used to Ian like, just being awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Ian's guitar. awesome, but you know it takes him a while too. He has to, you know, he has well, to I mean, muck but, with a song a but, bit. But just consider how quickly he was getting things when we when he had him come into the no, studio I know. and record I, with I us. Know. And I'm, and I'm, and you, we laid down all those tracks. I know, and I'm actually quite in confident. About an hour. I'm actually quite confident, but you know, and but I honestly think Ian's a pretty gifted, you know, a uniquely gifted musician. Yes. So. That's weird. So that said, you know, what do you, you know? Yeah. Not everybody is. Uh, I'm certainly not like that. Right. But I can learn. And you to know what? Ian would never say that he was a uniquely gifted musician. I mean, he knows he's good. Right. He knows how good he is. He's just not. He's not well, really I think, arrogant about it. Well, you know I think I mean? he. Like, I he's think not, he's like that because he doesn't play all the time, so he never really has fully developed his talent. Sure. You know, so there's lots of guitar players that are plenty better than he is. Right. Uh, because there's gifted, talented musicians who practice and play all the time and yes. play professionally 
and get their chops down, and that's not Ian. Right. He doesn't play enough to qualify for that. Right. You know, he's got the innate skill, but he doesn't have the practice skill. Yes. Right? And that's what I would say about my playing is, is I have the practice skill and not especially an innate skill. Right. Like, I have to learn a riff. When I'm going to play a riff, I learn that riff. I don't, I don't freelance it, you know. If I got to play a lead solo, I write a lead solo, and I play it the same fucking way every time. Right. Except for the mistakes that I make while I'm playing it. I do it similarly, although I feel like if I practice my scales better... You know, I kind of feel the same thing, but I'm never inspired to do that. I know. What is with that? Yeah, well, (laughs) it's because that's not the kind of playing I like to do. I like to write songs and... I would like to do that kind of playing. I just can't be bothered. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's it. And it takes either an innate talent... Right. Or practice. Or practice. Or both. Or both. To be really good. Uh, so, uh, because, like, what, uh, some guy came into the store the other day, and he was like, he's going to uh, Berkeley. Yeah. For music. Sure. And he came in, and what did he say? He said something in the register. He, like, had the guitar or bass or whatever on his back, and he's like... Uh, oh yeah, like, I'm going to Berkeley and blah blah, you know, people say I'm the next, uh, you know, Mozart, you know, I don't know, I try, you know, like, uh, he literally said, he literally said, like, I'm not, uh, I'm humble about it, and I'm also the next Mozart, in the same sentence. Yeah, that's not really and humble, is like, it? <laughs> I was like, sure you are, buddy. Sure you are. <laughs> People say I'm the next Mozart, yeah, but I think whatever. really, come on, Beethoven, pretty, maybe Bach, yeah, perhaps, but pretty, Mozart, pretty, that's pretty really humble, that, that might be pushing it. I mean, whatever. Yeah, Handel, no maybe Schubert, you know, yeah. but uh, I'm Mozart. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I hope I never have to play music with you. <laughs> You yeah. know, maybe more of a Wagner or a Rachmaninoff or something, but not, uh, not, <laughs> not, not Mozart. Yeah, sure. Yes. Who's the guy who did Peter and the Wolf? Uh, Prokofiev. Yeah, Prokofiev. Yeah. Maybe a Prokofiev. Maybe a Prokofiev. Uh, yeah. No, man, that Peter and the but Wolf. But not a Mozart. Mozart. No. That's it. You know, that's a... bananas. Uh, man, that Peter and the Wolf thing—you really used to give me the shivers. Really? Yeah. yeah, that whole music thing. That guy could really make you feel. And there was the other one thing. And each instrument was supposed to represent an animal, right? Yes. A creepy animal that would... Tear your flesh off. And then there was that part where, like, all of them were going so fast because everyone's frantic, you sure, know? Oh, yeah. man, it really freaked me out. <laughs> still have that You're still afraid still, of classical I'm music. still afraid of classical music. Um, see anything good lately? Um, well, I've been watching this show on Netflix called Hemlock Grove. Yes, go on. Which you would hate. Go on. <laughs> It'd be t- it would be re- you would not like it at all. It's all werewolfy vampire. Oh yeah, no, thing. that's out of my scope. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, like the premise. I don't know, like the show. I like the show because I like the people in it. It's yeah, but it doesn't seem to be. It's going nowhere fast right now. I felt that way about Walking Dead. See, Walking Dead. It went nowhere very fast. <laughs> See, I like with zombies walk- chasing after it. I liked Walking Dead a lot. 
because of the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> like the first episode, I really, I it was great. It was in. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there's more intense things happen. Like you got to get into the third season, man. Coppers, coppers. Yeah. You gotta get into the you gotta get into the third season a little bit because there's like there's crazy there's the governor and they're at war with the town and you know like it it gets it gets good it gets good it it does get good <laughs> it gets good it gets good you uh, should definitely be watching that yeah <laughs> wild that's and a crazy. wild and crazy <laughs> show uh so uh but it it does it it gets better and like uh, maybe I'll and, give it another it starts world. going a little faster paced. All right, I'll they give changed it a, writers I'll give it a too. I'm changed wa- writers in the third season, I think. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Like, Did they get uh, Carpenter? Uh. He would be good. Like, okay, like for instance, without like the it's scenes started getting more intense with less people. You know, it got very uh, it got very Alfred Hitchcocky. I like it when they go into abandoned uh, residential neighborhoods and hole up in somebody's old house. Uh, well, there's a lot of that. There's a lot okay. of that. But, uh, but like, you know, like classic Alfred Hitchcock tension, you know? Where they show you the potential danger, but don't show the characters. Yes. So you know what's about to happen to them before they know what's about to happen exactly. to them. Exactly. All right. Yeah, there's some class. Like, for instance, to give, you, to give you a good idea and without giving too much away, there is a whole scene, there's a whole episode that basically revolves around Rick... The main guy. Yeah. Having a conversation. I like Rick. Yeah. Having a conversation with the governor. Okay. Okay. Who you don't know yet. Yeah. But uh, but they're having a conversation at a table uh, at, at a meeting place that they think is both – that they're both supposed to assume is safe. Okay. But the governor has gone there before. Safe in what sense? Uh, like it's not in their town and it's not in the, you know, like the other Neutral territory. Town. It's neutral territory. With no zombies. With no zo- with, with few zombies, like they've gone out and scouted, like, and killed uh, all the zombies okay. in the area first. Hired and some zombie snipers. And then, like, they both bring, like, two people to stand guard outside, you know, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but, uh, what we know and what Rick doesn't know is that the governor has taped a gun underneath the table. Double dirty crossing, son of a bitch. Yeah. So he's taped a gun on his side of the table. Because he wants to kill him? Right. Well, they're supposed to... Well, he thinks he might have to. Okay. Okay. And uh, and they're both supposed to go in unarmed. Gotcha. Like, they I both they both go in unarmed, but the governor's already planted a gun in the room. Sure. So... I like that. That's that. That's, that's the bomb. And, and that's, that's the bomb under the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. classic. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, and so that's that's the whole episode is them having the conversation. You know the gun's there. All right. You're just waiting for it to come out. And of course it must. Well, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what oh, it does. Oh, it's got to. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but uh, but that's the whole episode. All right, okay. You know, like that's, I mean, that's the thing. <clears throat> I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out again. It's good. It's I watched worth- about five or six episodes. Yeah, you should reapproach it. Uh, all right, okay. Yeah. And uh, and so, so, yeah, there's that. But this Hemlock Grove thing, it's, uh, it is also moving nowhere fast, but... I, I'm I'm having a hard time seeing, like, there's not even like here's where it will go eventually. We just gotta wait for it to get there. There's no like. Right. Well, what, so what's roughly the premise? Well, the premise is is that these. So the first. By episode, the way, I'm going nuts behind this woman. 
I know. It's just like, what? How fast are we going? 45, 45 miles, miles an hour. Fucking 50 mile per hour zone. Where do you not have to be in such a no hurry? <laughs> no, New, York. New York. Fucking. Ah. All right. Anyway, okay. I'll just so, try to relax. Uh, try and relax. We're, yeah. we're, we're recording. Tell me a story about a show you're watching. So, uh, so the premise is: the show opens up on this uh, town where clearly there is a rich, dominant family where they basically run the town. The vampires. We well, we don't know yet. It's got to be the vampires. Probably the vampires. Yeah. Uh, Werewolves are always from the wrong side of town. Well, then the gypsies show up. Yeah, they're okay. the werewolves. <laughs> okay, do you want me to tell you the fucking story? <laughs> do you just want to write the story yourself? <laughs> Is it a little predictable? <laughs> yeah, it's a little predictable. All right, okay. Yeah, a little go predictable. Ahead. But the gypsies, like, the gypsies are not all werewolves. Some of them are like... I think we're about to learn that some of the gypsies are clairvoyant-ish, you know, like sure. some of them are werewolves. Like the the main character who we're supposed to like a lot is a werewolf. Okay. Okay. And he's the he's the the main uh, protagonist. Uh, yes, so far. Like he's he's the one you like the most. There's also this uh this guy called Roman. He's the part, uh, the kid, you know, the son of the rich family. Okay. And uh, he seems to have. He has an affinity towards blood. Sure. Okay. Loves the blood. Loves the blood. Because he's going to be a vampire. And so far, supernaturally, we've seen him. He can tell people what to do, and they just do it. Okay. Good skill. Good skill. Yeah. Would have liked that in high school and in the girls' it, like, locker room. But it makes his nose bleed every time he every time he uses it. Like he's still kind of weak. That's embarrassing. So like he'll he'll like he will just like he'll. He'll look at somebody and with a lot of force he will just say something and they'll do it and then Take afterwards off he has clothes. to kind of wipe his nose and like uh, yeah. okay yeah yeah all right I and get so, it uh, and so we think like he we're pretty sure he's a vampire the other guys are werewolf they become friends oh uh oh because there's a werewolf in the town it's who's like gay <laughs> Romeo and Juliet <laughs> there's a werewolf in the town who's been killing girls. Okay. Okay. And we know it's not our protagonist, we're at least we're pretty sure. Okay. And we know it's not the it's Roman his gypsy guy. cousin. So they've kind of teamed up to find out who the werewolf that's killing people is. Okay. Now does this other guy know about werewolves? This other guy Oh he is a werewolf. The gypsy, yeah, the gypsy guy right, knows right, right. a lot about everything. He's the so the he, only information we get really is through him. Oh, okay. because is he like, telling the story? No, no, not really. But uh, in fact, there's no clear narrator. Oh my God, in Hemel, she's going our way. Oh please. Yeah. So uh, so <laughs> the uh, so yeah the the. We're not really hearing the story directly from anyone. We're getting a lot of clips and, like, you know, we're getting lots of glimpses into these people's lives. Okay. Okay. It's a little all over it's the building. place. building. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones did at the beginning. Kind of. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it's building, but we don't know. I, I've never seen. I haven't seen a single episode of Game of Thrones, but I heard that's how it built. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's all built up. You <laughs> don't know what the up. fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, you should check out Game of Thrones too. Okay. You'd like that too. I, I may but, do that, uh, but I want to watch it with your mom. But it is—it's building. It's building slowly, but lots of elements are building. Yeah. Okay. Like there's this doctor guy who everyone seems to think is evil, but from what we've seen of him, he's perfectly polite and nice. 
<laughs> you know? They always are. No, but even not in even like a fake sinistery way. Like almost in a like I'm irritated that you all think I'm so evil kind of right. way. Right. That's because he turned later, and that's what they did on Lost. Right. Oh, you thought they were all good until yeah. they till they turned evil. Turned evil on yeah. you. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. There's that guy. There's the uh, Roman. The the guy is you know he's good looking and is he's rich and everything like that. Uh, his mom is clearly evil. Okay. Uh, and like, and has a scar on her back where a tail might have been removed. Okay. Perhaps. Uh, and so a uh, bit of a bitch, or like, like a, a seductress, like, uh, you know, she's she's succubus? like a succubus kind of thing. Uh, nice. And, uh, and he's got a sister who's like a Frankenstein kind of thing. In fact, in fact, they're all kind of named after things that are. Uh, related, reminiscent, reminiscent, of... like the werewolf's name is Peter, Peter Wolf. Oh yeah, okay, you know? sure, sure. Okay, Roman is Roman, like a vampire, like from you know, like from a Romania, Romania, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, the the sister who's like kind of like a big glowy like monster person with like a weird eye. Her name is Shelley, like Mary, like Mary Shelley, Mary Frankenstein. Shelley, Frankenstein. Yep, yep. Uh, then there's there's another there's a couple more. Oh the uh, uh, the officer's name is, uh, like the town sheriff guy's name, his name is Officer Sworn, as in Sworn to Protect. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's all yeah. kind of that stuff. Sure. You know, so you get elements so of So fairly heavy-handed on the, uh... <laughs> on the foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's all that kind of stuff there if you're looking for it. Uh, and like, I've been on the nets. Oh, sure. Reading that. Well, because there was a particularly confusing part of the show where a character seemed to have gleaned knowledge that, like, we didn't see that him you get. Didn't, that you didn't glean. Yeah, like, he asks the guy to watch him change into a werewolf. And okay. at no point during the show was there a conversation where it came out to him. It just didn't happen. It never happened. He Maybe it was cut. Well, apparently. They do that sometimes, you know. They, they cut they a scene just don't think about that it. they reference later. Yeah. But they, and they so, like, he asks, he asks, you know, like, can I watch? But that's all you see. Can I watch? And you don't understand until he's like, so it is a, you don't even know. So it he's is a, a gay Romeo and Juliet. You don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even know he's a werewolf until you watch the guy. Until you see that, like, can I watch? And he's like all freaked out about it. You're like, why? What, what's the name watch? of the show what? again? <laughs> what's What's the name of the show? Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. And what's the name of our show? The Daily Ride. And where can I find it online? www.dailyridepodcast.com And, uh... Twitter, Facebook. And who did the voice of the Mad Hatter on, uh, for Disney? Uh, his name was something... Wynn. Wynn. Ed Wynn. Ed Wynn. That's right. Yeah. And how would he sign us off? He would say, thanks for listening to the Daily Ride Podcast. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Right on.